much do you celebrate winning the in-season tournament if you're the Lakers? Are you, Dan, are you serious right now? <laughs> are you serious right now? They're going to raise a banner, Charles. Are you serious right yeah, now? No. Now, if you're the Pacers, I said you do a parade, you do a banner in the ceiling, any reason to celebrate. You, you do in-season rings for the Pacers if you win against the Lakers. But Dan, the, let, me, <laughs> let me tell you something. If the Pacers do an in-season parade, I'm going to Indy for that, okay? No, we don't. You know, it, it was a resounding success. Yeah. Uh, I, everybody's really happy with the in-season tournament, but we're not raising banners. We're not doing parades. They were doing champagne with goggles, Charles. You know, <laughs> I'm so glad that I wasn't watching. Uh, I'm so glad that I wasn't watching Saturday night. If I saw them doing champagne for the in-season tournament, yeah. like I say, it was a resounding success. <laughs> but if the late, uh, you don't do you don't do champagne for the in-season tournament. I'm glad I did not see that. Hey man, twelve counts. So there you have it. I guess we can't do nothing. We can't celebrate it. We can't do it anymore. I'm starting. To, I'm starting to learn over the past week or so. This is my last episode. The Lakers is damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right? If we lose, everybody gets to you know gets to point a finger at us. If we win, it's quiet. But y'all got to know that we got to be quiet too. You know what I'm saying? We have to be quiet too because if we say too much. Then we doing too much because we won, right? The end season tournament was a success. Um, I think it's starting to make sense to to people more. We're in the we're in the space where this is the end of the year, right? We're in the thickness of fantasy football playoffs and you know basketball. The the dynamics of basketball is changed. You know? Draymond Green is one of the most hated players of all time now, you know, with his recent antics. John Morant is, you know, is back, finally back. And, you know, we have a situation where LeBron and AD will continue to sit out certain games. And that's where we're at. There was a tier that they came out with not too long ago. Um, they had the Lakers on like the fourth, I think it was like the fourth tier. Um, let me see if I could find it. It was the fourth tier in the NBA as far as if you, you know, for championships and shit like that. And I, I mean, honestly, I wasn't, I wasn't mad at it. I can't be mad at it because it's based off of what we've been doing thus far. Um, we pretty much haven't lived up to expectations since, you know, since we won our championship, uh, the bubble championship that is. And, um, I mean, hey man, it's, it's all, you know, analysts, uh, spectators, fans, et cetera. They say, you know, we're not where we're supposed to be now at the bottom of this tier, and there's about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven tiers. And at the bottom on the on the what we call bottom liquor, you got the Wizards, 
San Antonio Spurs and Detroit Pistons. Uh, yeah, Detroit between Detroit and San Antonio is like a race to get to the you know to lose the most games in a row, like losing streak. God bless Pop, you know, and everything that he's going through. Um, yeah, man. I mean, that's the bottom. I I can't like not disagree because right above them. Uh, these teams can be just at the bottom with them. Uh, they're just a little bit better. The Grizzlies, Chicago Bulls, the Hornets, Portland Trail uh, Blazers, and Jazz. I haven't heard much about the Jazz this season at all. You know, so I get that. We go to the next tier. You got the Rockets, Golden State, Boston Clippers, and Toronto. Now, these teams are a surprise. Because Brooklyn is not too far removed from being one of those contenders. Uh, then you got the Clippers. Obviously, there was they were supposed to be contenders since they got, you know, but even before they got Kawhi, they were supposed to be considered contenders. They've had a, they've had a, they've had some solid ass rosters for a while, right? Uh, Toronto, uh, a little indifferent about that one. Golden State is the biggest, not the biggest surprise, but the biggest hmm, drop, I should say. No longer a surprise. Even with the addition of CP3, a vintage classic uh, Hall of Fame floor general that's coming off the bench, it's looking nasty for them. Draymond is over here socking people for no fucking reason. And, you know, Clay is just deteriorating in front of our faces. You know, he's scratching to get back to 20 points a game. Um... Curry's just over there just trying to maintain life itself. Kerr don't know what the hell he's doing. And, you know, they shipped off Jordan Poole, deservingly. But I thought they would have built into him more, uh, seeing that, you know, Steph will be on his way out in, in a minute, and he needs somebody to take over that torch. They're not doing anything or going through anything that we haven't seen before. You could be on the, you could be on the top for so long until you start to slide down that hill. That's exactly what they're doing. They're just falling down, down that motherfucker at a rapid pace. Uh, the next tier, we have Miami Heat, my Los Angeles Lakers, Cavaliers, Atlanta Hawks, Pacers. I don't know what we're doing on the same tier with the Hawks uh or the Pacers. I think Cleveland should be a little bit higher, but this is not my tier. These are not my tiers. Um that that's that's the tiers that's presented. Uh the Pacers, Atlanta, Cleveland, Lakers, Miami's on the same tier. Then we go to the last three, the top three tiers. Coming in at three, you got the New York Knicks, the Pelicans, uh Dallas Mavericks, Felix, Felix. Philly and uh the Kings and Orlando Magics. Hmm. What do I think about that tier? That's a good one. But there's some teams on the fourth tier that I would switch out. And I'm not even just uh, talking about my Lakers. I think Cleveland can climb up there and Miami can climb up there. But they're not playing as good as they used to. Uh, that window might be closing with Miami. Then we get to the second tier. There's only two teams, OKC and the Suns. We've been getting with the Suns, though. Like, my Lakers has been getting with the Suns. Um, OKC is solid. They solid as hell, actually. 
So those two, I guess I can see it. And then, you know, the Suns is going to be up there regardless because of the three-star players that they have. You know what I'm saying? But even though we just got, we recently just got, well, at the time of this recording, I can't really tell. They say this upcoming weekend, uh, which would be the weekend of the 14th? Fifth? No, 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 16th. We should see all three of them together, KD, Bill, and Booker. Um, and then the number one tier in the NBA right now currently is the Boston Celtics, Denver Nuggets, Minnesota, Timberwolves, and the Bucks. I like those. That's a f- now, obviously, the surprise is uh, the Wolves, but they strong as hell. Yeah, they got one of the best star players in the world, young players, Anthony Edwards. Um, we know who Denver got. We know who Celtics got, and we know who the Bucks got. And with them adding, um, you know, Dame. So that's the tier. Um, we'll see how it map out, man. Do I think my Lakers have a chance of winning a championship this year? Before we get out of this year, uh, I'm going to tell Sean from ETMF. Shout out to him and the Chicago Bulls, the most trashy ass niggas. Um, yes, I do think we have a chance. Do am I confident about it? Absolutely not. I'm not at all. Far from it. But I do think we have a roster to compete in the championship. I do. I do. Um, obviously, that would that that's that's with injuries aside. Uh, I think we you know when we play on all cylinders, it's pretty dangerous. We've seen that in in the uh, in season tournament. So. There's that. Do I believe we deserve to be on that tier? I'm not mad at it. I'm not. We can stay there. We can stay there because that's almost a Cinderella spot. Almost. Even though they wouldn't, ex- they wouldn't necessarily say we're a Cinderella team. They have high hopes. We got you know LeBron James and AD on their team, so we can't be ranked that low or looked at that low with those two on the team healthy. I should say. 12 Cowder, you got it, man. We can't do anything as the Lakers. Can't. You say you see it's a double standard. The Pacers, the Kings, they can go throw a party, shut down the streets, close all the businesses on a Friday night, party like a rock star. But when it comes to my Lakers, it's win, go home, rinse, repeat, get your ass back to work. Do it all over again. We can't celebrate nothing. We can't celebrate nothing outside of actual championships. So, as a Laker fan, I got to understand that. Y'all let me know, man. Do y'all think, you know what's a good good question, 12 Cal? What would you add to the in-season tournament to make it more appealing, attractive? Again, I think I like the playoff seeding. I like the playoff seed, the seventh seed. I like that. Eighth or seventh. I love that a lot. An automatic playoff spot. I love that. Uh, I would say more money. They got it. You know, it's like it's not like they don't have it. And it's for the tournament. So I would say bump that up to a million dollars. I like that. Um, but if I had to come up with my own idea, with my own idea, you know, outside of the whole playoff thing and the whole money thing, um, I would say an endorsement. 
Yeah, I kind of like that. I think when you look at the partners of the NBA, they have so many relationships. I think at the end of the day, at least for a season, at least for a season, hear me out. I think at least for a season, everybody should be able to pick an endorsement that is connected to the NBA and be sponsored. I like that. I like that. So you get a million dollars, you get sponsored, and you get an automatic playoff spot. Since we can't celebrate 12 Cal, we'll just take that spot. I think they might not put that into effect until next year. I don't think it's going to happen this year, but that's how I see it, man. I kind of like that idea. So the basis of this episode was to say, hey, Lakers can't do this and we can't do that. But if we could win and celebrate, I would want to celebrate for that. I would want to celebrate for a million dollars. I would want to celebrate um, for a, a, that seven seed spot locked in for the rest of the season and a sponsorship. I like that. I like let let these cats play for something for real, for real, you know. And um, I like it. I would push it back. I would push it back. For some reason, I want y'all to push it back to, I would want, like, the championship game on Christmas. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? It sucks taking away. Like, I, I do have a heart, though. I'm like, damn. To, I know they've been doing this day for a while, but to play on Christmas, that's kind of, be, that's got to be wacko a little bit, especially for the away team. You know what I'm saying? But, um in, in, in any case, they're used to it. So I would say, hey, man, at the end of the day, let's push this championship game back, you know. But they also want people to attend the game. And, I mean, but people attend the game during Christmas. They do. I mean, it'd be packed It'd be packed houses in some of these arenas. So I will look into that, man. Uh, and you know what? Roger Goodell could learn a little something from, you know what I'm saying, from Adam, Adam Silver. Like, he's finding ways to make fun uh, to, to to make the game more fun and appealing and things like that. And one thing that we never really, because he, from what I, from what was reported, he had this idea back in 2014, right? And I think we somewhat remember that. We, we just forgot about it, brushed over it. But here's another thing that we don't really tip our hat to when it comes to Adam Silver. He found a way to continue to give us basketball during the pandemic. That is fucking genius. Some people complained about it. Some people didn't like it. Some people discredited the whole championship or whatever. That's cool. But at the end of the day, that nigga made a way for us to watch basketball again. A high level of basketball, too. You know, with the, these players saying, yo, this is some of the toughest basketball we played because we didn't have a fan base there. You know what I'm saying? It was artificial fan noises, and niggas had to play. This was like, this was like AAU basketball, they said. You know what I'm saying? So... And it was a mental thing because niggas were ready to get out of there. But um, that's respect, though. I mean, look, at the end of the day, Barkley has his... I'm not mad at, I'm not mad at uh, the opinions. I'm just letting y'all know how... I'm just letting y'all know the hypocrisy behind it. That's all. Like, I get it. I can even agree. Like, nigga, don't, don't you know, pour no alcohol out for no banner midseason. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I, I get you on that one. But it's still a level of hypocrisy because if this was a lower level team, uh, a team that's not in a major market, then the attitude towards it would be different. And that's ugly at the end of the day. Shout out to Detroit, man. I need to get your shit together. 
It should be a fire sale over there. We'll take it a couple. We'll definitely take a couple of players. All right. So shout out to y'all, man. Open road with BTG. Hey, man, we coming up on the end of the year. Got to do something special for that one. Get your goddamn street shoes off my court, though.